Welcome to Feed Your Health, a weekly podcast with your host, Morgan Shepard, where we'll be taking a deep dive into the big dial movers of health, focusing on movement, nutrition, and stress management. You'll get tangible takeaways, tactical knowledge, and exclusive stories to inspire and empower you on your transformational health journey. Let's get thriving. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about metabolism. It's such a giant subject. I often feel that people don't really know what metabolism means or how it works. So I think it's important to touch on that today. Metabolism is actually how the body is constantly evaluating levels of external and internal stress while also managing energy. And you get your energies from the calories that you're consuming. So it's managing the availability of that energy, the storage and utilization. And the cool thing about metabolism is that it actually adapts and compensates according to those those markers. So if your body is experiencing stress, it's basically responding to keep you out of danger. So if your body is experiencing stress, that's because it's feeling threatened. We are designed to keep ourselves alive. And stress, whether it's physical or mental, your body can't tell the difference. It just assumes, oh my god, there's something that's about to attack us. We might be in a state of danger. How do we navigate that? Something that's super important and often overlooked within the fitness industry and the dieting industry is that when you are putting yourself through a diet, you are actually putting your body into a state of stress. And so it will adapt to that, which often means this could be why if you're on a diet and you hit a plateau, or if you've been dieting for years and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any changes, this could be because your body has adapted to this state of stress. Often what happens is that if you are eating a fewer amount of calories, basically your metabolism will become efficient or inefficient to meet the demands of the stress that's imposed on your body. And these can be based on your environment or your emotions or your physical activity, but it evaluates the amount of energy that it's receiving, how much you're eating, and how, if that will be enough to handle certain situations. Situations. But one cool thing to keep in mind is that it is adaptive. So you may be a chronic dieter and have put yourself through multiple diets that have plateaued your, your weight loss because your metabolism has adapted to living at that lower state of caloric intake. So if you're eating less calories, your body's going to adapt and be like, okay, I don't get as much food, therefore I have to minimize the processes in my body so that they don't need as much energy, which means that's why you often feel fatigued or tired or exhausted, all the same thing, but different words. And you might have brain fog or you might not feel very energized when you're in a caloric deficit because your body is responding to that and you're adapting. And eventually, if you're always dieting, then your body will adjust its metabolism to function at that baseline caloric intake. So this is why it's super, super important for me as a coach when I first connect with you to sort of establish a metabolic baseline of what your past is like. A lot of things that are important when it comes to where your metabolism is are shaped by your past dietary decisions and your exercise choices. Are you a cardio bunny? Have you been overtraining for 
a super long time? Do you not strength train or do you strength train too much? You know, those all play a role in how your metabolism reacts and adapts. Also, certain lifestyle factors like do you live in a stressful environment? Do you live in a city? Do you get outside? All of the markers that I talked about last week, those all play a role in metabolism. Basically, figuring out what stressors you impose on your body helps me determine where your metabolism might be, what its baseline is at. Because if you're coming in and you've been dieting for years and you've never given yourself a break, then we need to start from a very different place than someone who has never dieted before or someone who has been eating in a surplus for so long. All of those people are going to have different baseline metabolisms. And as a coach, it's my job to pay attention to those things. So this is why like generic plans and like just meal plans and workout plans, they don't really work. They might work for a while, but it's not necessarily going to create lasting change because they're not taking into account the whole person and how their body has adapted to the life that they've been living. So it's not just about setting up a calories in, calories out plan. Like I'm not here just to give you, oh, these are your macros. This is what you're going to eat. It's not that simple. So some of the things that we need to pay attention to when we're talking about metabolism is what has... Because metabolism is so adaptive, it's very easily influenced and scale weight might not reflect what is actually happening within your body. You know, there's all kinds of different things that affect your scale weight. So even if you think you might be losing weight, because there's so many different fluctuations that might happen day to day or hour to hour that affect that number, it's really hard to use that as a tracking mechanism. That's why we have all those biofeedback markers that I talked about in the last episode. So when a new client comes in, we establish their metabolic baseline and we try and figure that out. Now, it could be as simple as taking the first two weeks to track all of those biofeedback markers that I talked about last week, your steps, your exercise activity, your food consumption, how you're feeling, stress, sleep, all of those things. Because all of those will give us an idea of what your body actually needs. And then from there, we can create a plan that helps you stick to it. You know, I'm not just going to give you some numbers for you to go off on your own and figure it out because I want you to adhere to the plan as well as possible. So if we work together to create this plan, then you're more likely to do it. It's going to help manage your appetite and then ultimately create long-term sustainability and success. Now, what does this mean to you, someone who is not working with a coach? It can help you figure out where you are and like if you're in a state where your body has adapted to your chronic dieting or it has adapted to maybe your binge and restricting or like you're overeating. It's not as simple as just eating and exercise. You can't just eat less, move more. Now, a lot of people don't want to do the work of figuring this out for themselves. So that's why hiring a coach is always one of the paths that people can take. But if you've reached a plateau and you've reached a point in your journey where you're just like, I, I don't know why nothing is working. Taking a look at your metabolism and how it's responding or how it's adapted to the lifestyle choices that you've made in the past is one of the markers and tools that you can use. 
to get out of this plateau. And that may involve things like refeeding yourself. You know, if you've chronically been under eating, your body can't function to the same level that it should. You know, you're not going to be performing as well as you could. And you see this a lot with like triathletes, like I talked about previously in a couple episodes ago, and I talked about how often triathletes are under eating. Same with like chronic dieters. If you are constantly in a caloric deficit and you're not feeding and fueling your body for the workouts that you're doing, then your body's going to respond. Having a period of refeeding yourself, don't just go from being in a caloric deficit to, oh my god, I'm going to eat everything. You got to do it gradually. You can't just throw in all the food all at once because then you'll start feeling sick and like you might actually gain a lot of weight if you did it that way. But a gradual change back into eating a higher level of calories is actually going to make you feel better and in the long run might actually help make you lose weight more because you're able to support the activity that you're doing. So a planned refeed or planned surplus in calories to help you get to that point where you're eating at a certain number of calories in order to support the strength exercises that you're doing or the overall movement in your life. Always super important. I always encourage people to eat more. But it's also not just as simple as like eat more, eat healthy food. You know, I am a big supporter of not restricting all of your favorite foods or the junk foods. You know, I still eat Oreos. I still have Skittles sometimes. I still have ice cream sometimes, but it's planned. Like I factor that into my planning of my meals in a way that isn't overindulgent. I don't feel like I'm being restricted, but I also don't feel like I'm overdoing it. I don't feel guilty about eating all the things that I eat because I know that I'm in the middle ground where what I'm consuming isn't actually going to affect my body composition too much in one way or the other. The other thing is even if you're not a chronic dieter, we have to sort of establish where your maintenance is and how much can you eat so that your body will stay at that spot. It's an interesting dichotomy of like, how much food can we give you to have all of the functions in your body function at optimal levels, have all of your hormones performing the way they should be performing while fueling the workouts that you need to be doing and the exercising and the strength training, but also getting you to your weight loss goals. This may actually mean that for at least a couple weeks, you don't lose any weight because we want to keep you at a level to see if it's working, to see if you can balance out your metabolism so that it's not feeling like it's stressed, like it's not compensating for whatever stress you've put it through previously. But the good thing is that you can change your metabolism, like it will respond to what you give it. It's a slow process and change does take time, but it is adaptive. That's why you can cycle through these phases and not you know, be stuck in one place forever. But there are a lot of factors involved, which is why generic plans don't work. You need specific personalized nutrition plans for you, for your life, for your environment, for whatever lifestyle choices you make. All of those connect to each other. So a couple of things that I look at when I'm trying to determine a baseline of your metabolism and where where your past choices have taken you. I look at the types of diets you've followed in the past. Were you doing paleo? Were you doing Whole30? Were you a vegan? Were you low carb, high carb, protein only, whatever? What were you doing? 
And how intense were you doing it? Like, were you actually showing up and doing these things? That kind of thing. How long were you in the diet? Like, how long were you in a caloric deficit? Or how long have you been in a surplus? Were there any breaks? How long were the breaks? And obviously, the number of diets that you've had over your lifetime. That is important and it plays a role. Because everything is traced back to our hormone systems and our stress response. So figuring out how long your body thinks it's been in a state of stress is super important. And it may not just be that you were like chronic dieting. It could be that you're experiencing chronic stress. I talked about stress a little bit in the last episode and how it actually affects your hormone levels and it will affect whether or not you feel full or not. It might affect your thyroid. It might affect if you're producing reproductive hormones and those play a role in metabolism. Those play a role in whether or not they're choosing to store fat or break down fat. It's a <laughs> it's science, y'all. It's great. Also, something to keep in mind, eating junk food, foods that are high in fat or salt or sugar, that actually affects your metabolism. It affects the hunger hormones, leptin and ghrelin. But it affects those hormones, it may be disrupting them. So you may not be able to connect with the signals that your body's giving you. Like you, you may be leptin resistant. You may have certain resistance to these hormones and therefore you're not able to tune into your body in the same way that someone else is. All of these play a role in weight loss, fat loss. Not to throw a whole bunch of more overwhelming information at you, but it's not as simple as follow the plan, calories in, calories out, workout. You have to know where you are and what your body's been going through and all of that. So thanks for listening to this quickie and I hope some of it was helpful. Not everybody works with a coach, so if you are feeling like you need to reevaluate where your metabolism is, definitely start to pay attention to your past choices and how long you've been on a diet and what sorts of diets, all of the things I mentioned. But if it's not something that you want to do yourself, obviously there's coaches out there that can help you through this process. Creating a personalized nutrition plan for you that is specifically focused on reestablishing your metabolic baseline and then figuring out what it is that your body needs in order to feel fully fed, perform at a certain level, and go through body composition changes. So if any of this was helpful, obviously leave me a review. I would love to hear it. And you can check me out in the show notes. I offer one-on-one coaching services where I create these personalized nutrition plans for you. And we work together to follow a plan that helps get you to your body goals. Thanks so much for listening and talk to you later. Ciao. (laughs) 